Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Quinn Chronicles Momcast. I'm Shantae. And I'm Tracy. And today we're going to talk about the difference between friendships and acquaintances. So we'll basically define, you know, what each one is. And then we'll give you some tips. If you're not sure what the difference is between the two, we got some tips for you to figure out who's a friend, who's an acquaintance. All right. Y'all ready? You ready? I am ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. So I'm going to let Shantae talk about, you know, this first, um, what a friendship is, what an acquaintance is. I'm going to let her give, you know, her definition or her thoughts on what a friend is versus what an acquaintance is. Shantae, over to you. <laughs> okay. I would say for a friend, you know, a friend to me, that'd be a person that, you know, you could call if you ever needed anything or if you needed someone to talk to, anything like that. You don't feel like there's no awkwardness or anything like that. You shouldn't feel a certain way with talking about something if they're actually your friend or vice versa. They shouldn't feel any type of way talking to you about a specific thing if you guys are actually friends versus an acquaintance, you know. To me, an acquaintance would be like, you know, if you're at the store or just out and about, you see someone that you may know, whether it's from school years ago or online, maybe anything like that. You know, you do your little head nod or you wave or, oh, hey, how you doing? Stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, you wouldn't really call them if you were to ever need anything because you guys really aren't on that level. That's those are the differences to me. Okay. So for me, it's the same. I mean, the biggest thing for me is with a friend, I can be me. I can be unadulterated, unapologetically me. That's the biggest thing. Um, being able to be me, having no judgment or anything like that. Um, I think just in being the people we are and being moms, you know, you never really want to ask anybody for anything. You don't want to feel like you're a burden on anybody. But, you know, we need those friends because it takes a village, right? It takes a village. So, um, so five tips that I have to tell the difference. Um, the first one is going to be level of trust because of course your friends, you know, you're going to, they're going to be those people that you could, um, confide in and stuff like that. Um, people that you could tell your deep, dark secrets to now disclaimer, I only have two friends. Okay. I've never had a whole lot of friends all my life. Growing up, I probably had one, one friend. And then when I became 16, I got another friend, <laughs> but then the first friend, you know, that kind of phased out. And then there was just the one friend and then, you know, life happened in between. And so now I have two friends and, and both of those friends, um, you know, they know things about me that's going to go to the grave with them. Okay. And vice versa. I know things about them. That's going to go to the grave with me. So that's the first thing, you know, the level of trust. And I will be honest and say, I'm not very trusting of people in the beginning. Um, you basically have to prove to me that you're trustworthy. Okay. Um, there are certain things that I don't mind talking about because I am an open book, certain things, certain experiences, but there are other things that you would never know about me um, unless I really trusted you on this level, on that level. Um, and then, so on the other hand, your acquaintances are going to be those people that where it's just surface level. And it's like I was talking about how I'm an open book 
So you may know certain things about me and it may make you feel like you know me. Um, but mm -mm. those acquaintances, it's very surface level. Um, and that's something that I have honed over the years, being able to make people feel comfortable and be able to talk to me and stuff like that. And I guess, you know, it's very helpful. I'm a nurse, so it's very helpful at work. Um, but yeah, people tend to think that they know me, but they really don't, you know, but it is what it is. <laughs> Um, so frequency of interaction, I saw this, but I was like, uh, I think it depends on the friendship because me and one of my best friends, we talk almost every day. And if, you know, too long goes by more than 24 hours go by and we don't talk, one of us is calling like, so we broke up or what? Cause I didn't know we broke up. Did we break up? But the other one. Uh, we talk, I mean, if we're lucky, we talk like once a month, if we're lucky, which is horrible. But then we have a month's worth of, of stuff to catch up on. But, you know, the thing is, like, her lifestyle is different than my other best friend's lifestyle, you know, where she has small kids and my other best friend doesn't. So it's it's a lot different, you know, not, don't have really the after school activities and stuff like that. So it's a lot different with those two. So one I talk to every day, one, we struggle to get it in once a month. Um, the third thing is going to be an emotional connection. And for me, I am so big on vibes. So if I meet you and I get a uh, vibe, you could cancel Christmas. Okay. You could cancel Christmas. Um, I've had in the past where I've gotten bad vibes or not so great vibes about people. And I went against my better judgment and still befriended these people. Or it may have been maybe a relationship or two that I've been like, mm, you know what? Eh, maybe I'm wrong this time. Yeah, no, I wasn't. Okay. I was not. I was absolutely 100% right. And I mean, there was one case where it took like four years before this person really showed their true colors. It took like four years. Um, and then it almost came to blows. So. Being that I am now in my 40s, almost in my mid-40s, I need to sit down somewhere. So, yeah, that emotional connection, if it's not there, I don't want it at all. Um, the other one, which is big for me also, is shared experiences. Shared experience, nothing brings you together more than shared experiences. Now, I will be honest and say negative shared experiences probably bring you together a lot more than the positive ones. Because those are the ones that stick with you. Those are the ones that are, are so impactful a lot of the times. Um, well, for me anyway. So, you know, like me and my best friends, we have some of the same traumas in common. So we, you know, we did do some trauma bonding. But, you know, then after all of that, getting through all of that, then we still like the person that we are. So I still love the person that each of my best friends is. And they still love the person that I am. And we don't care what anybody else thinks, okay? We think we're pretty awesome, okay? Um, and then with acquaintances, there may be like some common interests or some common activities, you know, um, both of you like to read or, oh, we both watching the Chicago series or something like that. But that doesn't equate into a meaningful friendship. Shared experiences, I'm talking about like, 
been married and had marital issues and been struggling. You've been a single mom and working. Like that's the kind of stuff that for me builds friendships and it builds those very strong connections because you know, number one, that this person is no stranger to the struggle, just like you. Number two, you know that this is somebody who you can talk to about certain things because they've been there. So they have their view of what has gone on and they can, you know, offer you like, hey, you know, well, this is what I did. I don't know if it'll work for you, but this is, you know, so that's the thing with friendships versus acquaintances with that. And the fifth thing, my fifth tip is the depth of conversations. Because, you know, with acquaintances, you know, you're going to talk about, um, oh, what's in the news? You're going to talk about um, what happened at work. You know, oh, I got this funny story, stuff like that. But with with friends, it's always deeper. It's more personal. Um, then you both have that... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, what word am I looking for? You both have that insight. You both have that insight into each other where it's like, all right, so what's 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 really going on? Like, what's really tea? Let's talk about it. So that's those are the things that are important to me when it comes to friendships. Um, the level of trust, how often we interact is not such a big factor because, like I said, it just depends on the person. The emotional connection, um, shared experiences, and definitely the depth of conversation. So those are my five things. Oh, I got 10 fingers up. Those are my five. <laughs> those are my five. So now we'll let Shantae talk about her five, and I'm going to pass the notes to her. Okay. Pass out. Okay, guys. So you got to speak up, too. To piggyback off of what my mom said, I would say definitely level of trust, emotional connection, because like my mom said, the frequency of interaction, I'm definitely a person that likes to just disappear when I don't really feel like, I won't say being bothered, but I'm just not the type of person that likes to be talking on the phone every day with someone that's just she gets it honest. <laughs> yeah, that's just I've never I've never been that type of person. So if I don't really feel like socializing, then I will I'm not gonna lie, I will just disappear. I will. Because if I don't want to talk, then I mean, hey, I'm not gonna be good company if I'm kind of forcing myself to talk because then I'm just gonna end up irritating myself and then that's not fair to the other person because they didn't really do anything to me. I just don't I just don't wanna talk. And that's that's how I've always been. So I would say definitely my five are level of trust, emotional connection, shared experiences, and depth of conversations. Right, Reliability is also a good one. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I know I see myself as a reliable person, and I also only have two friends. <laughs> but the thing about my two friends, also like my mom said, there two there there's one that I relate to more than the other, and they're two like totally different people, but I love both of them just the same because one friend you know she she's also married, you know child on the way, we were connected at the hip all throughout high school, connected at the hip one thousand percent and 
once, you know, life started happening, you know, people graduate, people go to school, they move away, kind of drifted, but we definitely still talk regularly for the most part, even though we both still have our things going on, like me and my two kids, hers on the way, we still find time to speak to each other, you know, we catch up here and there. And then my other friend that's actually still living somewhat close, we talk, I would say, maybe once every couple of weeks, because we were the type of like, you know, send each other TikToks when we think, like, we'll see a TikTok, and it's like, oh, that makes me think of so-and-so, and we'll send it to each other, and stuff like that. And then one thing, even before my other friend had her baby on the way, both of them always made it a point to include like my child and whatever we're doing. Like, oh, I saw so-and-so, maybe we could all go and you bring Luca or whatever it may be. It never felt like, the friendship never changed once I had kids, I should say, because both of them, I were friends, I was friends with them years before I had Luca or Selena. So it was, it never felt like it was excluded in any type of way. It always felt like everything, I won't say, because I know things things change, but for for sure, they always made sure to include me and my children. It wasn't, oh, you know, she has a kid. We, like, don't invite her anywhere anymore because I'm not the type. I've never been the type to want to go to the club and just out drinking, and that's that's never been my vibe. I've never, I've never even been to a club. Here I am. She missed the fun part. No, that 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 does not seem like fun to me at all. Because I'm almost 23, I have never stepped foot in a club. That's I I have no Shame. intentions. I have no intentions <laughs> on going to any sort of club. Look, it's okay. I parted enough for me and her in my 20s and <laughs> yes, 30s. Okay, yes, she so. sure did. She sure did. <laughs> because I that's never been like my type of scene. Even in high school, I wasn't the one to go to like high school parties and after parties and stuff like that. That's just never been me. I don't know what it is, but that's never seemed enticing to me. Mm-hmm. But my my two friends that I do have, they they never really shifted away or like, you know, kind of took themselves out just because I had a kid. Because that did happen to some of my, I guess you would call them acquaintances, where, you know, we didn't really talk or really didn't click that much after having children because you can't just get up and just go out whenever you feel like it because you're responsible for someone else at that point so it's not like you can just hop up well that's just not what I do if you that's what you do then hey it's your business but I don't just I don't I don't go out I just don't it is what I do yes okay I'll be like yes I'm out but yeah that's that's just not (laughs) that's just not my my personal vibe I don't I mean hey if we're going out I'm gonna need a couple weeks in advance and I need all the details to even decide if I'm going. Well, see, that's the thing, though. So just hearing you say that, that goes back to talking about taking time for ourselves and not making the children the center of our universe. True. That goes back to that because we have such a hard we. And when I say we, we as moms have such a hard time letting go of the fact that I could be a mom and I could have fun, too. Or I could be a mom and I could go out for drinks, you know, something like that. It's like, it's, 
it's just this thing that's been ingrained into us and just hearing you talk, it just is like, wow, like she got it bad, right? She I do. Mm -hmm. Because um, you saying that, that makes me think of this TikTok where this, uh, this one content creator, she was getting bashed online because people were saying, oh, uh, you make being a mom your whole personality, da, da, da. And, right. and one, I get what they were saying. But that's also the content that she creates, content right, for right. other moms. Because there's people that like watching those stories, whether you're already a mom, about to be a mom, mm -hmm. anything like that. People like watching those videos because they like seeing how other people go through their day-to-day -day lives right. being moms. Y'all want to see how we go through our day-to-day -day life? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Y'all want us to do that? little vloggy vlog. I always wanted to do a vlog. It I ain't going to be no little vloggy vlog because it's a lot that goes on in this house. Yeah. Honey. Yeah. Ain't no little vloggy vlog, but we're going to work on it. we working on it. But yeah, they were bashing her online saying, oh, you make being a mom your whole personality. Right. This is not all it's about. And she responded. She was like, yeah, I get what you guys are saying, but that's what my account is about. Right. But it's definitely, I think that's, that's so individual. Look, I got my hand on her camera. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's just very individual. If that's the thing that, if that's the way you want to be, cool, more power to you. For me, it just got exhausting. And I just was feeling like every waking moment was devoted to these children or to this house. That's how I felt. I started to be overwhelmed, you know, because a lot of the things that I used to like to do, because I had a life before these children, okay? Um, the things I used to like to do, I found myself not doing them anymore for the sake of the children. So if that's your jam, more power to you, okay? But it ain't quite mine. I mean, yeah, I'm a mom and I've been a mom for a long time. And yes, that is a part of my identity, but it's not the only thing. That's not the only hat that I wear. I'm not only a mom, you know, I'm a mom and other things. And let's not talk about all the responsibilities a mom has. We're not even going to get into that. That's another conversation for another day. But if that's what you like, then hey, more power to you, more power to you. What other tips we got? What other tips we got? I will say I'm still in the midst of discovering myself again yeah. because, I mean, I didn't really do much before right. I had kids, but I do make, I'm not going to lie, I do make being a mom my personality. Mm -hmm. I won't even sit here and be a hypocrite. I mean, if that's... I do 100%. Look, if that's what you do, <laughs> more power to you, you know, more power to you. It's just for me, it got overwhelming. And when I was in my 20s and my 30s, like, okay, that was cool. You know, it was, it was all right. But then after a while, it just got to be so overwhelming. And then I remembered like, oh my God, I used to like to read. Like, oh, what in the world? You know, I used to like to garden. I used to like to do a whole bunch of stuff. And that stuff was such a very tiny part of what my life, you know, what my day-to-day -day life was. It was just such a very tiny part that I was just like, mm, I don't like it. I don't like this balance, you know, and then throw work in there. And then it's a whole nother crap shoot. So, you know, it's just, it's everybody's different. All right. What else we got? What are the tips? There's reliability, intimacy, investment, conflict, conflict resolution, and longevity. The conflict resolution is a good one. Um, that will test not only a friendship, that'll test any kind of relationship. Conflict was how you resolve conflict. 
Now, I will tell you, I don't know that I've really had conflict with either one of my best friends. Um, but there is one situation where I decided not to tell her something only because she had told me, don't do it. You know, it's like when your mom tell you not to do something, you're going to do it. And it turned out the way your mom says, you don't want your mom to you know. don't want to hear that. I told you so. So you just keep it to yourself. Well, not that I thought she was going to say, I told you so, because I didn't. I didn't think she was going to say, I told you so. It was just more of me being embarrassed and like, well, damn, I am too old to not be listening. Okay. I'm way too old for the foolishness. So that's more of what it was. And I was going to tell her in my own time, but somebody else told her and then had the nerve to make a big deal about it. Like, yeah, that's your best friend. So I'm a... T Okay, because I will fight you when I see you. You know, don't do that. You was on site? Um, yeah, I will fight you. <laughs> um, but the thing is, we, and, and she expressed how she felt about it. You know, of course, she didn't like it. She felt some kind of way about it. But, you know, and I had to just own up and apologize and be like, you know what? You are so right. I am so sorry. I should have never. But at that time, I don't know. Mm, I just thought. I would tell him when I tell her and I just didn't get around to telling her before somebody else did. So, um, you know, that right there is just indicative of the type of person, whoever, you know, whatever that relationship is, that's indicative of the type of person that you're in the relationship with, you know, being able to say, Hey, you know what you did, this is how I felt about it. And, you know, it was about her voicing like, Hey, I didn't like that me owning up to it and being like, you know what? My bad. I am so sorry. I will make it up to you. I don't know how, but I will make it up to you. So that's, that's what it's all about. So with, you know, with her conflict resolution is not even really a thing. Like, you know, it's, Hey, this is how I felt me. Ooh, my bad change behavior. And we keeping it pushing, you know? So, um, what's the last thing? So the last thing we're going to talk about is longevity, longevity of these relationships. And I don't think longevity really, I mean, it matters, but I don't think that it's like a huge, huge deal because I had somebody that, well, okay. I thought we were friends for, oh my God, over 20 years. Um, then come to find out, like, I didn't even know this person. Like, who are you? I feel like, and I guess it's just me being like, oh, um, I'm this way. So everybody's, you know, I'm an open book. So everybody's an open book. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I don't know longevity. I mean, yeah, it's a thing, but for me, it's not really that, you know, it's, it, it's not, it's, it's not indicative of whether it's a friendship or an acquaintance because, you know, there's people that I've known for years that I wouldn't call them my friend, you know, but then I got my two friends and I, I've known them. Oh, uh, one of them, we've been friends for seven years and I'm gonna have to tell y'all the story on how we met. I don't even remember. Like we both sit and think like, we don't even remember how we became friends, but now, you know, we're inseparable. And then the other one, um, it's been, I've probably known her like four years, but, you know, it's just like that. It's like that. What about you? How you feel about longevity? What you think? Um, I agree. I would say, um, 
that it doesn't really matter because I know one one friend I had known them since 2017 mm. but then the other friend I met them just about two years later so it's not really much of a difference right. in how long I've known either one of them but with both of them we clicked immediately especially the one that I met two years later we because it was kind of like a mutual friend, not a, no, that's not a mutual friend type thing. I would say I was introduced to them. I don't even know how to word that. I don't. Yeah. We'll, we'll circle back. Who are you part. talking about? Isabel. Because well, I only met Isabel. And through Sean Danny. Because, yeah. But right. that's not a mutual friend though. I mean, it kind of is. Because if she was his friend... So she but was... I mean, not really, because it was like Danny and Vishal, and then Isabel and I are like both over here. Not really, because Danny was the friend because Vishal and Isabel were together, so yeah. it's still mutual. Kind of, sort of. Why you didn't just say your boyfriend's be- or my husband's best friend's girlfriend? Because that was, that was a lot to say. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> but yes, her and I like absolutely love each other. Both of my friends. Because one of them we definitely met in high school and the other one I met after I'm pretty sure they had already graduated because I was a year behind I'm a year behind both of my friends in school because my birthday is later in the year. So we're all just about the same age, just some months apart, but my birthday's later, so I had to start school a whole year after they did. So then I met I met them after after they had already graduated and everything. All right. All right. So this is one of our longer episodes because you know we got to talk about friends and relationships and things. You know that's always a big deal. So we want to thank you for joining us today on this chat. Thank you for answering the phone, okay? Because I know I told y'all last week y'all better answer the phone. So. I appreciate you. I appreciate you answering the phone today. Um, And we enjoy talking about friendships and what friendships mean to us and, you know, the, our best friends and stuff like that. So drop us a comment about, you know, what uh, aspect of friendship that we didn't cover or an aspect that you would like us to cover. Um, Because it's definitely difficult. It's difficult making friends. It's difficult keeping friends. And then you throw being a mom on top of that. I don't even want to talk about it. Starts getting a little rocky. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. So <laughs> it's definitely difficult um, to have. I, I don't want to say mom friends because, you know, just because you're a mom doesn't mean all your friends are going to be moms. So it's it's very difficult to have friends and to nurture a friendship and a relationship, you know, when you're a mom because you already have so much going on. But, you know, those people that are important to you, you find the time. So we make sure that we find the time to connect with our people. And, um, yeah, we keep these friendships going. So let us know in the comments what keeps y'all's friendship going. Like, share, comment, subscribe. And we will chat with you next week. Have an awesome week because I know it is Monday. And it's a little chilly today. But, yeah, hopefully the the week gets better. So have a wonderful week, and then we will chat with you next week. Pick up the phone when we call in. Bye. Bye.